Thank you for tuning in to Prophetically Speaking. I'm Prophetess Rosalind Harvey. Here is part two of Beyond the Election with my special guest, Apostle Dr. Christina Moore. Do you think that this has damaged the ministry and office of the prophet? It has caused maybe some damage as a as as a perception wise, but not to the, mm-hmm. to the extent of the kingdom. You say, why well, I say that? Cause it tells us in the new, oh, new Testament, they're going to be false. It's prophets. in the word. Mm-hmm. It talks about, it. so, and they had false mm-hmm. prophets way back then. They had psychics back then and mediums. Mm-hmm. The girl, the mm-hmm. these are the mm-hmm. men of the most high God. And then that psychic that was controlling her got mad because his business got closed down yes. when the real deal showed up on the scene. So so people need to stop acting like it. They need to, first of all, here we go again, deal with your flesh. And it deals with not want to humble, this deals not want to submit, this deals want to get stuff quickly. Wide is the broad narrow. Is the way, but narrow. Broad and narrow. So the thing is, how are you going to walk? You're going to walk in the broad way? You're going to follow the crowd? Are you going to follow the precepts of the Lord? Because he said, narrow is the way and, and, and not many that find it. Yes. That is mind-blowing. It's not only narrow, everybody don't find it. And you have to think, if you miss something, oh, have I missed before? Yes, I have. What I do, I make sure I repent not only to God. I went to that person. But I found God so gracious that when I was humble and repent, he turned Amen. around and worked Amen. it out. Amen. Anyhow. Sometimes it's just to get your attention. Amen. Like a radio. If you want a clear frequency, you got to be tuned in. And the only way we're going to be tuned in to God is continually praying, fasting, and, and, and abstaining from sin. Fasting is not just about power. People tell me, I'm going to fast and get power. No, fasting is to bring your flesh under subjection. That's the first thing fasting should do. It, it, we should be seen. The first thing, uh, when uh, Raymond goes on a fast, uh, the lawyer have us put the ministry on a fast. I tell them, especially if it's a fast, mm-hmm. seven days or longer. I tell them the first three days, I don't want you trying to see for nobody. You're not to prophesy. You ain't trying to get nobody word. You need your first three days is for yes, detox, and yes. then God show you you. Yes. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. no, I want you to complete your thought. Because the thing is, once you are empty out of you, then you can be That's filled good. up with Him. Because what does it good for me to have a gift and prophesy, and I go to hell? What good is it good for me to give you a prophetic word, as we say, and it coming out of a dirty vessel? And what, well, you would say, what that got to do with it? Because if I have a prophetic word and I'm speaking into your spirit and I'm communicating with you, because you got to think about soul ties. People think about soul ties just for sex only. There's more. Every time you communicate to somebody that is developing a soul tie, that's developing a bond. Well, how is that? How about how could you talk to somebody you never seen hmm. fall for? Because your ear gate is being infiltrated. 
And when your ear gate is filtrated, there's a sound. Remember, God talks about a sound. There's sounds that filtrate your mind, and you have to ward those things down. So the problem is we have to be careful not to develop soul ties that will cause us to be out of tune with the Lord. So this is why fasting and shutting down is good so that you can hear God because you shut down all the voices, the voices of your emotions, the voices of your pain, the voices of your frustration, the voice of your hurt, the voices of what should have, could have, would have been the voices, what you desire. But amen. Oh Lord. And, and then when he pours in you, then when you're able to speak, you have a sound word from the Lord and not a word from the seat of your emotions or things that you're dealing with. That's why you're able to walk. That's why Jesus was able to walk in the midst of the storm and say, peace be still. Mm -hmm. Why? Because mm -hmm. he was peace. Mm. Hallelujah. He did not let the external infiltrate yes. the internal. He knew who he was. He knew what he was carrying. So no matter what the external is, I'm operating through God in his kingdom. So even if I walk in the middle of chaos and God says peace, then it's peace. If I walk into what appears to be peace and God says, no, there is storm, it is what it is. And that way, by having communication with God even more, it causes us to be like the sons of Issachar, that we will understand and know the times. Because a prophet is supposed to be in a position and have such a relationship with God that when he speaks, you would know. And by the way, for those who are burning up or uh, just begin to uh, become more comfortable with the word utterance and prophetic, sometimes God is revealing things to you, not so you can tell people, but to build up your confidence in how he speaks to you. So that you that's can awesome not your glory not that is glory. so that's awesome glory. and so i was going to ask finally what now and what is god saying but wow that was so powerful of an ending <laughs> i mean <laughs> before, before we go to the next one can i just yes um, say this a little bit i i just want to say we have to understand the prophets and office of prophets have been under attack from the inception of the kingdom and and satanic forces consistently attempt to attack and kill God's true prophet. We knew that from Jezebel. Mm -hmm. This is nothing new. As the word of the Lord said, there's new, nothing new under the sun. Enemy's been trying to kill God's mouthpiece and his spoken because he wants to right. remove God's voice out of the kingdom. He wants to remove God's voice out of the earth realm. But he don't forget right. who God is himself. When it so it is, it is very important that we strive to mm -hmm. live a consecrated life, consistent with prayer and communication Excellent. with God. So it's but having, I'm sorry, having a consecrated lifestyle is very important. And when I talk about that, then coming into the physical, not just the mental, but the physical is really important. You cannot be endeavoring in perver sexual perversion because it it would pro cause problems in your covenant communication with God. That's why he said, know you not. He had, had to have Paul, Apostle Paul, ask the question. Are y'all not mm -hmm. aware? I'm going to paraphrase it. Are you not aware? Know you not that your bodies are the temple of the Lord? Are you not aware that you're supposed to be my temple? Present your body a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is our reasonable service. How can the Holy Ghost dwell in us if we consistently live mm. a perverted lifestyle? 
That's why he said, don't grieve the Holy Ghost. When you receive the gift of the Holy Ghost, Christ in you, the hope of glory, and the peace inside of you, and we consistently go against the grain of the word of the Lord, you grieve the Holy Spirit, and it will leave. And people like to say, well, the Lord will never leave me and forsake me. There's a verse in the Bible that also says, I won't strive with man always. We don't want to talk about that. All we want to talk about, God ain't going to leave and forsake us. He don't told you, I'm not going to strive with you always. I'm not going to put up this foolishness always. Eventually, I'm about to deal with your mess. That's why he said, judgment for beginning in my house. Yes, world, I'm going to get you too, but I'm going to get mine first. Okay. That's good. So... My my last question was, what is, what is God saying now? But I think you've hit it. You've hit it on the the head, so that each one of us will, you what? know, um, have to examine ourselves. Put our uh, go ahead. Well, what, go ahead. Well, you mm-hmm. said what is he saying now? Um, um, mm-hmm. let me just go to Micah, um, six chapter verse um eight through nine. He have shown thee, yes. oh man, what is good. And what does what does the Lord require thee, but to do justly and to love mercy and to walk humbly with thy God? The Lord's voice cries unto the city. That's one of my favorite verses because it sums it up. The Lord's voice crieth unto the city, and the man of wisdom shall see thy name. Hear ye the rod, and who have appointed it? He said he crying loud. He's crying. The Lord's voice is crying. He said, hear me. Can you hear me calling you to a place of righteousness? Can you hear me calling you to do good and just justly? It, it reminds me, uh, I, I don't know if anybody ever had this experience before where you got people close to you, a family, and everybody running around and buy you gifts. They don't cut up. They got that, um, and I mean no offense to Miss Tina Turner, but that Ike and Tina Turner mentality. One minute you want to beat me up, the next minute you want to give me a gift, what, and you want to tell them, well, I just want to buy you something. What would, And they come in, what you want for your gift? I want you to just act right. <laughs> Could you just do right? You don't want no. Yeah, I want to give too, but I'd be better if you just do right. If you just act right. God said, so here you go. It's funny that you asked this. I want to read this again because it says, um, he have showed the old man what is good. Stop acting like you don't know what God has told you. That's a rhetorical question. What you want me to do? Mm-hmm, do what mm-hmm. you're supposed to do. What do the Lord require thee? He said, okay, you want to know he wants to do? He require you to do justly and to love mercy and to walk humbly with him. Humbly with him because he's God. He's sovereign. He can use you as an instrument that will wow the world. He can use you with your voice, your skills, your talent, your gift, your mind. Yes, he is. is. So he walk humbly with me. And the more humble you walk with him, the more he'll use you. You ain't got to put your name out there. He'll put your name out there. Let me come on down. That's so good. (laughs) So good. I just want to say Isaiah, the first chapter. He also want us to wash. He said, wash you. Yes. Make you clean. Put away the evils of your doing from before my eyes. Cease to do evil. Learn to do well. Seek judgment. Relieve the oppressed. Judge the fatherless. Plead for the widow. The widow. Then he comes down to verse 18. Come now and let us mm-hmm. reason together, said the Lord. Though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be white as snow. Though they be red like crimson, 
they shall be as wolves. If ye be willing and obedient, man, y'all better stop messing with <laughs> Mr. D and Miss R. Yeah, who is Mr. D and Miss R? Mr. Disobedient and Miss Rebellion. Got you all over here hyped on that LSD. I don't take drugs, lust, and oh my sin, goodness. and death. Because mm. when you lust, it brings forth sin, and sin brings forth death. And the wages of That's sin. That's good. That's good. Death. Not, come off that world high. Come off that high with the LSD. Leave that lust, sin, and death alone. Because he said, if you be willing and obedient, if you do my word, ye shall eat the good of the land. But if you refuse and rebel, I told you, Miss Miss R be right there. She all right there. Rebel. You shall be devoured with the sword for the mouth of the Lord has spoken it. And God wants to know to his body. To the body of Christ. He want to know. How does the faithful city become a harlot? It was full of judgment. Righteous lodged in it. But now murderers. That's, look at it. He said how you became a harlot. Let me take you to a New Testament scripture. To help you out. Oh foolish Galatians. Who have bewitched mm. us again. Again. Why we have to be in a place of oppression to seek the Lord? Why we have to be in a place of, of uh, uh, oppression to, 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 to serve the Lord? Why we have to wait till judgment of Israel again? <laughs> Body of again. Christ again. Again. Man, it was so again. It, it was so many agains <laughs> in the Bible. Think about it. And God got so tired of us. He said, look, you're backsliding helpful. I'm tired. For those who always talk about he married to the backslide, he calls you a backsliding helpful. That's in the word. Go look at it. No, I ain't cussing. I'm just telling what the word is. And that is mind-blowing. So you have to take the word because he yes. has to examine ourselves. And instead of taking the word to see who else ain't acting right, remind me of uh, a child. You, you, you got a child and they in class. And they ain't doing what they're supposed to do. So you upset and you dealing with them and chastising them. They want to tell you about somebody else in the classroom. <laughs> if you're a parent, what's the first thing on my? I don't want to hear nothing about nobody else. They ain't my child. You my child. Why are you doing what they're doing? Oh, okay. Oh, that's for the black angelical, the white angelical, the AME, the it's yes, all it of us. The Pentecost, the apostolic. Why are we doing like the world. Why are we behaving like the world? And by the way, all this anger and frustration, bitterness, Not that all. ain't God. Because it's tell us in the book of John, for God so loved the world that he gave only because son. That is in, um, I believe, the um, um, seventh chapter of John. I have in front of me. But it's also tell us in, I believe, seventh chapter, for he that loveth not, nor not God, for God is love. And ye shall know my disciples, for they have loved yes. one for another. That's how you're going to yes. know you belong to God. Your love. You're trying to get street rating. Street um, rating. You're trying to get your credit rating. You're trying to get your, your status rating. Won't you get That's some good. kingdom rating? That is good. Let's discipline our flesh. And remind God. And I say that because uh, before you close out. 
in my personal life, I have never spoken against not one president, not one person in authority. Now, don't get me wrong. I might have been frustrated with supervisor stuff, but speak against them? No, because I recognize God yes. is in charge. And so when things are not going the way I want or the way I desire, then I go to God because he says promotion doesn't come from the north, the south, and the east, and west, but it comes from above. Oh, my God. He says, that's what he tells us. So when things are not going the way I thought they would go, I go to God. What am I doing? Not only what am I doing, it may not be what you did. It may be what you did. Because mm. we always worry about what we did. But what we didn't do. So you got the sin of commission and you got yes. the sin of omission. So instead of we debating and being biting a bait of division, biting a the the bait of conflict, biting a bait of discord, instead of eating on that, what the enemy is putting out, won't we seek to eat on what God says? Because the Bible says, whatever thing lovely, whatever thing good, think on those things. And so we need to be focusing on the things that God told us yes. to focus on. Yes. And how, here's a nugget. How do you get over frustration and bitterness? Like how do you get over when you, you know, God told us if they persecuting us, doing us wrong, that we're mm-hmm. to do good to them. How do you get over it? You go be nice to the very thing that you think make your skin crawl and make you upset. That's how you get over it. How you know? Been mm-hmm. there, done mm-hmm. that. The, the, the people, the whatever upsetting you don't like, start blessing them. Bless them until you don't feel anger, frustration, and bitterness no more. Yes. And pray for yes. them. That's why God yes. told us to pray for them. Not just, you know, not pray um, 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 wicked prayers. But that's all well, I then you you went right into <laughs> what I was going to ask you to do. So um, as we close out, I wanted oh, to see if you would oh, just oh. pray for all of us. Okay, I just okay. Go ahead, and then you can just lead right on into <laughs> prayer. Okay. Okay, Isaiah the fifty eight chapter. Isaiah the fifty eight chapter, starting the second verse. Yet they seek me daily and delight to know my ways. As a nation that did righteousness and forsook not the ordinance of their God, they ask me of the ordinances of justice. They take delight in approaching to God. Wherefore have we fasted, they say, and thou seest not. Wherefore have we afflicted our souls, and thou takest no knowledge. Behold, in the day of your fast, ye shall find pleasure and exact all your labors. Behold, ye fast for strife and debate, and to smite with the fist of wickedness. Ye shall not fast as ye do this day to make your voice to be heard on high. God says, stop having no crazy fast and prayer, trying to bind people and speaking. Mm-mm. It's not going to happen. And I say that generally speaking. And the reason why I use the term generally, because there are times God will use prophets to speak certain things. But you better know that it is God that allowing you or sanction you to speak judgment. But just praying out of your flesh and fasting for smite, God is not honoring those type of fasts in this season. The fast that he's honoring is a sign mm-hmm. of assembly. You got to come to him with sackcloth and ashes. 
That means you got to come to him broken, ready to be poured into. Father, thank you, we thank Lord. You. We thank you in the name yes, of Jesus God. Christ of Nazareth. We thank you, God, for healing the minds of your people, healing their souls, Father. Heal that which yes, needs to be healed. Mend that which needs to be mend. Restore that which needs to be restored. Father, you have a remnant that is yes, standing Father. in the gap. You have a remnant that is yes, God. You have a Give remnant us, that is crying loud and sparing. You have a remnant that's asking for mercy, Father. You have a remnant that is yes. seeking your face, Father. Father, hear the cry of the remnant. Hear the cry yes, of your people, Father. God. God, restore order in our world. Restore order, not your world, but in our world, God. Restore order, God. Release yes, peace. Jesus. Huh? Father, release your mercy. We ask you mercy, for mercy. Father. We ask for uncommon yes. mercy. We're asking for mercy above and beyond unmerited grace, unmerited favor, Father, to release over your people. Father, thank, you, thank Father. you for giving us a chance, another yes, opportunity Lord. to come and repent, God. We, we repent, repent. God. We are sorry and we surrender yes, our agenda. God. We surrender our agenda yes, to Lord. your agenda, Father. Father, shut the mouth of the gangsters, the naysayers, and the mark of God. God, do what only you know how to do when you sit high and you look low and you know what to restore yes. who to restore and how to restore god do what we're unable to do because we cannot do it without you father we cannot do it without you and we ask for your sovereign yes. interjection you ask for your sovereign intervention we ask for your sovereign mercy to go not only over america but over the whole world god yes. and father we thank you and we forever care for to give you the glory honor power and dominion that's all due unto you in jesus in jesus name amen amen amen, amen. Thank you, Apostle Christina, and may God continue to bless you and all who are connected to you. I'm Prophetess Rosalind Harvey, and this has been Prophetically Speaking.